Well, welcome back to our retail podcast. Um, today I have with me Trademark. I'm not sure if anyone has um, heard of them, but I'm sure you've seen their shirts. They're incredibly brightly coloured. In fact, if you're in this room right now um, and you watch a lot of Wiggles, they kind of resemble the Corroboree frog. Um, so very yellow, red, blue, bright colours, but I'll get you guys to introduce yourselves. Yeah, well, I'm Dan and... Uh I'm sitting here with Ed. Yeah, I'm um, Ed, one of the co-founders of Trademark. Yeah, we're both co-founders of Trademark. Um, Trademark is a, is a social enterprise workwear company designed by tradies for blue-collar workers of all kind. We make loud, vibrant workwear designed to uh, start conversations about mental health and make an invisible issue impossible to ignore. And they're absolutely impossible to ignore. <laughs> yeah. Given, yeah. given what I'm looking at now, but you also make me want to buy them because um, I know they come in lots of different colours. They do. a huge range. So yeah. tell me about your how you guys started. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, we've, we've both got individual stories of how we actually came to meet, which is, you know, its own podcast in itself. Yeah. But uh, essentially, Ed and I met on a building site. Uh, in 2014, I believe, uh, I was a couple of years out of my trade and Ed was uh, for Greenhorn first sort of day on the job. He's from Lake Nash, I'm from Sydney. We met in unlikely circumstances and hit it off because we had the same sense of humour. Um, we got through days, as most tradies do, talking a whole lot of nonsense with each other and scheming about different ideas of how they could change the world. And one of our ideas to change the world was were work shirts because we were sick of wearing the same old stuff to work. So that's, that was one thing that we had talked about, you know, throughout our time working together. So separate to that, in 2015, I lost one of my best mates to suicide, which was the start of the mental health, I guess, journey for us both. Um, and during that time of, I guess, working through that grief, Ed was probably my number one support network with the amount of hours that we used to spend together working uh, with each other. And so we, we kept on exploring that idea of the work where, um, and once we started to delve into that a bit, we learned about social enterprise and using profit for purpose and how we could actually use business to make a, a positive impact. And given what had happened, losing, losing one of my best mates, we thought, well, maybe we could use these shirts for good and, and start some conversations about mental health for tradies and blue-collar workers and, yeah, take a bit of a colourful um, and, you know, and light-hearted approach, I suppose, to what has otherwise been quite a serious topic. So that, that's kind of where we, where we started from. And it seems like I can't ever remember life before Trademark now, to be honest, because <laughs> yeah. ever since then it's just gone bonkers for us. So, yeah. It's good. So, I mean, what do you recall about the first, you know, when you, your first meeting and how this all kind of started? Do you have a, a different perspective? Well, it was just so all the hours we put in to save the money to do it basically mm. um, it was just sort of like we had a common goal and luckily we had each other to bounce off and you know keep each other motivated mm. and obviously there were days when Sunday mornings when one of us had been out on the turps and didn't want to be there doing a cash job on a Sunday and we sort of would push each other through and make light of the fact that we were working to a common goal and um, yeah it was great and then sort of telling people and them telling us it was an insane idea and there's you know mm. that's nuts and then um yeah quitting our jobs and doing it full time and pff, haven't really looked back ever since it's just been one chaotic moment to another one so it's been yeah and what been was the tipping point for you guys to quit your job and and you know, yeah, it didn't take much for me i was pretty easily <laughs> pretty easily quit i've never liked working <laughs> for people um Mine was when we got back from China because we'd had a pre-sale mm-hmm. um, of our first line of shirts and once we got back from China, I knew the shirts were up to scratch and they were going to be all right to fulfil those orders that we'd made. Um, yeah, I hadn't even finished my cup of coffee before I quit my job when I walked in on site. 
Yeah, well, we're working for the same builder together. We're both in sort of different situations uh, because I had actually, funnily enough, the, the company that we were working for, the owner had his own mental health mm-hmm. battles, which, mean, which meant he had to step away from the business um, and seek help. And so in that time, I stepped up to sort of run the, the company and I was completely out of my depth, uh, but in an effort to sort of keep things going in what was already a stressful situation. So at the same time, as Ed said, we're working seven days a week to save the cash to make to make the shirts, but there was just so much going on. So yeah, it was, it was a bit of a testing period for me because yeah, trying to keep that going as well as having this bubbling away on the side and then yeah, the day I remember the day that Ed left because he called me and he was like, "Mate, I'm down. I'm out. I'm going. I'm going to, little, I'm going to um, Impact Academy and I'm yeah. <laughs> making trade money." I was like, "Yeah, sweet, let's do it. I'll be right behind you as soon as I can get away from this." So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I know. I mean, many of our listeners are small businesses or, or franchisees or are even considering going into retail businesses. So it's always helpful to hear kind of that moment I think you know in a business there's always a defining moment where you just decide that you're all in yeah well I mean you you can't there's too many people um, that sort of have an idea and yeah constantly talk about it and Mm. try to get it validated by people and then just never go on with it and it's just sort of like yeah like the Tony Robbins thing like burn the boats Mm. and just go and do it because yeah if you don't then you're never going to know and I mean the we've learnt far more through our failures and our wins too Mm. that's another thing as well like I don't think people understand that side of it like the failures that we've made in the you know two years since we've started have been far more impactful for our Mm. education around business and managing people and Mm. um, cash flow and everything like that compared to the wins we've had by Mm. far so I think yeah it's not that you're trying to <laughs> fail, but when when things do go wrong, mm. it's um it's good that you yeah we're able to learn from it and move forward. And I mean, people just need to be able to just take that little jump and have just a go. Yeah. yeah, and I think um, I mean trademark now is more than just the shirts, right? So you you know you're taking that you know profit for purpose yep. further um, yeah. in terms of what you are contributing in terms of education around mental health, but also support for mental health. Tell me a bit about that. Yes, yeah, so we're trying to take more of a fully rounded we don't like the word holistic very much (laughs) but it's uh, like an all-encompassing you know mental health and wellness um, messaging and um, education through the ability of getting work shirts out into workplaces so Dan is our um, a writer of the Trademark Tribune now, so it's the um, yeah our articles and our online <laughs> e-newsletter. Yep. Um, we've also got our own podcast series where um, we get people in on a fortnightly basis and, and talk about their story and um, things that they've overcome and, and how they've done it, um, so we can yeah further educate our, our listening and listeners and our, and our audience basically. So we've had yeah guys like Darren Lockyer, um, Bo Robinson comes out tonight. We've had Greg Martin and. David Shillington and, um, yeah, just local builders like Hamish Clark and, and stuff like that, which, um, yeah, we're getting awesome response from um, our audience around the, um, yeah, impact it's that, that in itself is making. So it's been really good. Mm. And do you find that, I mean, the shows are obviously a conversation starter. I think that's one of your, your tag. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, do you find that people come and disclose their own personal stories to you once they know, you know, and how do you deal with that um, personally? Because, uh, you know, it's obviously very stressful being a business owner, but also having constant disclosures around trauma can be difficult. Yeah, I mean, most definitely, yeah, we definitely have some tough conversations. We have – actually, it's quite often a roller coaster because we get so many really, really positive, you know, comments and, and, and uh, conversations, which are great. But, yeah, the flip side of that is – the real 
raw ones dealing particularly with suicide. So I suppose, um, you know, one thing that we harp on about a lot is, is about having that ability to not allow someone else's problems to become your problems too, which is the biggest key to this whole thing. Mm. Um, but simply listening and, and you know, and, and understanding empathy and taking non judgmental approach is, is really the key. So um, for me personally, I guess it's probably something I've always I've kind of been naturally good at. So, um, yeah, I don't have too many dramas with it, but um, certainly I've had to come back and debrief with Ed and the other and the crew you know like quite a few times because it has been some um, some some really really tough ones um, but yeah communication with the team really helps like we talk to each other we, we keep our eyes on the, on the goal here and what we're actually achieving and that really helps you know that gives you a lot of strength knowing that um, we're actually allowing people to have these conversations so Keeping that at the front of the mind um, certainly helps, yeah, get through those tougher ones for sure. It's so interesting to me because um, having just come back from New York, there's a number of businesses doing um, a, a lot of focus around culture of their businesses, and, and one um, that stands out um, to me is Ashley Stewart, which was originally a, a business that was targeted African American women, um, plus size women. And basically, it was a business that was run absolutely into the ground. And when their CEO, the new CEO, came and took it on board, he really leveraged the relationships of everyone within those businesses because the women that were selling the clothes um, were the ones that were the caretakers of these stories and were the ones that were connected to their communities. Um, I mean, how important do you think being connected to the community around you is? I mean, obviously, there's you know construction and yeah. tradies and, and all of that. Um, and then there's, of course, this... You know, men. You know, we know men don't like to talk about their issues as well. I mean, how do you remain in touch, you know, outside of your business as well as inside? Your business? It's like it's absolutely everything. Without that, I mean, we look at what we've done, and there's been a few key ingredients to help our success. But everything together, I mean, the product, the cause, but also the personalities behind the brand have been the key. And without any one of those, we wouldn't have been able to achieve what we have. And so that keeping a relatable face behind the brand, I mean, Ed and I aren't hiding behind anything, you know, we're quite open about everything, we're quite, yeah, we really are the face of the brand and that's giving it, given us that ability to, to remain relatable with the community. I mean, in terms of social media, our growth has been strong, we're quite active, it's us who are, who are talking to, you know, our, our, I guess our tribe, our family, so people know that and people trust that, so... Yeah, that's I completely agree. It's a key to mm. one of the biggest keys to our success is, is retaining that. And so, how do we buy your shirts? Online. Online. Yeah, so trademark.com. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. online. So, it's uh, yeah, we were we did start doing some wholesaling stuff, mm. uh, but we just noticed that our message was getting diluted and customers weren't getting the experience that we wanted. Mm. So, just taking control of that. Um, yeah. And tell Basically. me about your experience online because this is something that's. Our experience selling online? Yeah, hotly, hotly debated yep. with online retailers. Yeah, I mean, yep. what kind of experience do you want your customer to have when they come to shop in your online store? Well, we want it to be an experience that they haven't had with any other store. Mm-hmm. So uh, our, our biggest thing is um, once we get someone, you know, through and, and buys one of our shirts and, and then they're a part of our community and we want to continue to add value to them um, post-purchase. So it's sort of... Trying, it's so often that um, businesses are just so hungry for turnover and to get people through the door that they forget once they've got someone through to try and maintain them. Mm-hmm. Um, we're obviously about 
you know, attributing new customers, but also getting people to then come back and, and want to be telling everyone about how good of an experience it was. So, yeah, we ship daily. Um, we're always, um, yeah, replying within, you know, 24 hours with emails and social media messages. Um, and then, yeah, just trying to add with all that other content with our podcasting and um, our mail-out collateral that's going to, you know, really change things up as well um, in the next few months. And, um, yeah, just add it in. Free, free stuff, everything's trackable. Um, that's probably a big thing for us um, in our, you know, compostable packaging and yeah, no nice. plastic. Our shirts aren't single-wrapped in plastic, mm-hmm. um, so we save 20 plastic bags a box because there's 20 shirts in a box. So there's, yeah, one plastic bag per box. Um, so, yeah, we've saved over... 15,000 single use plastic bags alone. Mm. Um, so, and did just you that's what your customer pushing for sustainability? Or is I was just us. Yeah, made? we never, yeah. we've never done um, anything, yeah, along the line, though, along those lines of being, yeah, deliberately wasteful. So, it's sort of like there's so many, mm. you, you see it so often um, with shopping online, it's just like, yeah, you get one like you, like if a flat pack, you get a your screws are in a plastic bag, and then they're in another plastic bag, and there's just yeah. so much stuff that's just so unnecessary. So we don't even do the plastic um, tags on our shirts; so they're just a bit of cotton. So could you yeah. imagine if you got your IKEA and all the screws are in the same bag? Yeah, oh, it'd be, oh, it'd be a nightmare. No, nah, you can put it in anything, but yeah. um, you know what I mean. So it's just sort of uh, cutting back on that stuff that's just so. We're, cer- we're certainly not perfect because we do realise we're still manufacturing at the end of the day. So mm. it's just about minimising, you know, where you can. Like yeah. it's just, but, I think, but having a stance on it is so important in yeah. this, like, well, in this consumer age where we've got consumer activism. You know, we know that, um, you know, 60% of consumers, particularly in the UK and the US, are making decisions to only shop with companies that have got, you know, a sustainability agenda and procedures around that. Um, and in fact... You know, we're even seeing whole shops come out being, you know, package-free entirely yep. for everything. Mm, right? yep. um, and even they say, you know, we're not perfect because, you know, you've got to... Some things are biodegradable, some things yeah. recycle, all those kinds of things. But just having a view on it is essential. And I know I, I spoke at a, a conference with... There were 65 different retail associations from around the world. And sustainability was by far one of their top three issues in every single oh, country. Oh, it's massive, yeah. Um, so, you know, it's a very... It's a smart business decision, really, at the end of the day. Yeah, and just a conscious thing that like, we wanted yeah. to do anyway. Yeah. Um, I think it also comes with the, the territory when, when you're a social enterprise. Mm. If, if you're going to sort of fly the flag and be socially conscious about one thing, it's like, well, yeah, it's kind of got to be a yeah. well-rounded approach. To, to the to holistic sort of everything. Yeah. What? What? Holistic. <laughs> yeah, holistic. Without saying it's holistic. That's right. Um, what about? I mean, in terms of um, having a viewpoint on all those things, as you just said. I mean, um, how do you go about including diversity and inclusion in your workplace? Well, see, if we, even at the moment, like given our target market is blokes, so we're looking for females on our podcast, which yeah. is it's it's tough. tough. Like it's tough yeah. to find. Um, you know, people out there who fit the, the mm-hmm. mould and have the story, you know. So, I mean, it's certainly something that we're conscious of and trying to build the team that's, you know, that's, that's diverse, that also speaks a language to our audience mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. But Kareen's in there. She's doing our production and textiles management, so she certainly breaks down the, the testosterone in the, the yeah. finer in the room a bit, which is nice. Um, but, yeah, we're growing the team out sort of again now so um yeah having to get some graduates in and some interns and um yeah obviously we're um yeah wanting to get quite a diverse group of people with a common goal and Mm. that fit the mold and yeah talking about culture it's sort of 
very important thing for us. It's sort of, yeah, the trust and not having to micromanage mm-hmm. people and people that sort of, you know, have a growth mindset and wanting to, you know, take it, um, yeah, take their role on and not be so cautious of looking over their shoulder but happy to take, you know, take the ball and run with it basically. And so. where would you like to see Tremont go? I mean, what's the ultimate? I mean, well, the big, ultimate? hairy, audacious yeah, goal is to be, yeah, the world's largest, um, mm-hmm. you know, work, social impact workwear provider. Yeah. Um, so just did our first order to Alaska last week. So oh. they've got 110 shirts over there, so pretty pumped with that. Yeah, um, we've hit so. Antarctica. We've hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had trademark up uh, base camp, Mount Everest base camp. So, yeah, we want, we want, to, we want to be globally recognised mm-hmm. and I think... We've got the product to be recognised now. It's just about getting the infrastructure in place to get shirts to every corner. Yeah, 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 basically, it's a, yeah. like we're a marketing, logistics, and manufacturing company. So there's a few facets to the to the organisation, but it's just um, yeah, we're in a scale up stage. We're just we're turning two in March, so it's sort of um, yeah, just sort of rolling with the punches and ensuring that we stay on the course and not get diverted across because obviously there's people coming at us left, right and centre wanting things, you know, of all different types and products of all different varieties, but it's sort of, yeah, maintaining the solid goal and, and all collectively working forward towards that. And how do you cut through that noise? Because you Being able to say no, basically. Yeah, yeah, you guys get a lot of, there'd be a lot of interest in you and I'm sure there's lots of people that, you know, are offering all sorts of things that might look very um, glossy on the surface but might not necessarily be the best for trademark. Yeah, well, it's sort of ensuring that it is a fit not just for the business um, as in for us to be able to press forward financially mm-hmm. but also that it fits with our culture and mm-hmm. our values basically. Um and, yeah, just ensuring that we're being productive and not busy basically is our big thing. It's just like there's so much stuff that goes on, so many hats everyone has to wear still, even though a team of two of Dan and I has grown into a team of five now. It's sort of there's still – it's like Dan was saying the other day, it's like we don't have any less work, we've just got more of different stuff. So it's sort of like – The new yeah, staff hasn't eased our workload. We've just <laughs> more. We're just doing more. just doing more. Collectively, so, so it's like, yeah. yeah. It's everyone wants to collaborate though. Yes. Everyone wants to collaborate with. Well, when I say everyone, lots of no, different organisations yeah, want to collaborate with Trademark, and so it's a hard one. I'm not great at saying no. Ed's really good at saying no, so that's <laughs> like I can just you know hand punt it over to him yeah. if if I need to. But yeah, when when you're playing in the space that we're playing in with mental health, everyone has good intentions. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got really positive, you know, good intentions, which is really hard to to turn down. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that is a challenge, but, you know, that's just something we're navigating as we go. Yeah. What do you think the top three issues with, um, I guess, mental health are in Australia? Well, access to professionals mm-hmm. um, and then people not understanding what mental health is and that we all have it is probably a massive thing. There's a huge disconnection between um, the everyday person and education around mm-hmm. that. Like, um, yeah, people don't realise that they have mental health. And, um, yeah, thirdly, people don't then think it's a priority to be looking after themselves um, in that way. So, yeah, I mean, the even the ability of just getting people to look after their nutrition and their physical health is, um, yeah, hard enough. Um, and then for us to also try and get people to implement mental wellbeing and, and looking after their mental state. Um, but it's just, it's through just creating this community that we've got and then them being able to branch out and impact people themselves. So, um, yeah, with our non-for-profit foundation that we've founded, this is a conversation starter, so that's going to be a, 
a huge step in helping connect the everyday person and the and um, the professional um, psychologist to uh, yeah get help when needed. So our industry employs the most youth in the country, so we're the second largest employing industry. Um, and one of the top things our employers are all saying is mental health of young people is you know just becoming such a, a concern for them certainly in the workplace and, and lots of things are arising um you know some of them might have access to em- employee assistance programs yep. others you know may not and are just kind of left to work out what do they do or becoming you know a, a quasi counselor which is not always a good idea as you say no i mean what would you is there anywhere we can send them you know if they're listening well yeah get get around um get on our website and check out um yeah yeah, the trademark tribune and and everything that we're pumping out with our um podcast um and then basically yeah our non-for-profit foundation we're looking for a lead psychologist currently so we're interviewing for that um and yeah hopefully by the end of the first quarter we'll be able to provide a service um sort of from nine to five um Mm. that's text-based and then um yeah build it out so hopefully by the Second half of the year, we've got a 24-hour service happening um, sort of nationwide that can uh, people can access for free via text. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, well, I mean, without saying holistic, that is very holistic. Yeah, well, it's sort of it's – it's, it's us being able to get the everyday punter um, to start wearing funky, vibrant work shirts and talk about mental health on a daily basis mm. and then from there say, shit, I need to talk to someone or I know someone that does need to talk to someone mm. um, that's professional and then us being able to – give access to that um yeah so it's sort of a vertically integrated business that's not just a workwear manufacturer but a health care provider at the end as well so yeah an online retailer yeah exactly absolutely i know it's great um and you know i think oh god it's it's just such a great message obviously to have you know two people come together under difficult circumstances um certainly around your friend passing um, and then, you know, creating a business that's now helping so many people. I mean, do you have any estimate on what your reach is at the moment in terms of how many people you're helping? God, I mean, in terms of who's seeing our stuff, I mean, we've got, we've got, uh, you know, close to 40,000 across mm-hmm. social media, probably more once you take in direct, you know, email. Yeah, we probably over 50,000 so yeah, it's a, a database of 50,000 that sort of we know about and then when you take into account second and third yeah, yeah. second and third connections and networks and how you know mm. and how much people are actually happy to fly this flag and get it out there it's impossible to say I mean we've been on TV a few times I'm sure <laughs> yeah the old <alternation>. show <laughs> I'm sure we've got a bit of reach out of that so yeah who yeah. knows who knows uh, but it's certainly growing and um, yeah and at, at, and at a great a great clip as well so yeah it's good it's yeah great. I mean yeah. surely you're going to have to start translating yeah. um, all of your material that you're pumping out because it sounds like Alaska's the first but you know who knows where it's going to go next yeah exactly so hopefully we can um, yeah continue to grow it on a global basis yeah excellent well thanks guys for coming in no um, worries you know it's it is it's been amazing hearing about your journey and everything that you're doing and then certainly if um, anyone has any questions for these guys you know please you know, send us an email and we'll certainly pass on your details but um, you know thanks for joining us no worries thank you thank you very much Want to know more about the Australian retail industry? Visit nra.net.au for more insights just like these.